So the second word that I was given by Cash Bateman and uh, then again by Spirit Inside at the University of McKelsedek and at my travels at night was responsibility. <laughs> it, judgment was the first word and responsibility was the second. And I was shown how in, in classes and, and teachings that they gave how it's important for us all to be responsible, responsible to ourselves, responsible to our life, responsible for our actions, our thoughts, our feelings, to be responsible. And in that responsibility, it is about taking action. It's not about sitting around and looking at it and thinking about well, what am I supposed to be responsible for? How do I be responsible? It's get up and find out. Find out how to be responsible by doing it. Be honest, be truthful with yourself and others, and be open and vulnerable to allow in all of life's experiences. We are so afraid that we often hold back exactly what we as a soul need to receive and to take in and experience for the soul to awaken to itself fully. We are here in this creation to experience life, not to avoid it, not to run away from it, not to hide from it. We are here to experience life because life is where our lessons are. Life is where our learning is. Life is where our discovery is, where we discover who we truly are. We're not going to discover who we truly are fully until we participate in all that is there for us to participate in. It really begins in the process of sitting down and meditating, of going inside, because that's where we have to come awake. We don't have to wake up in the world. There's nothing in the world to wake up to. The world is an illusion. The world is not real. So if you are searching and running around after things in the world, you're searching and running around after things that are not real. And they are not going to give you what the soul, you, are looking to experience and to learn in order to wake up into the fullness of who you are as soul. So the journey really begins inside. And that action of going inside in meditation is the beginning of awakening, of waking up to your truth, to your soul, to the reality of life, not to the illusion. It is the illusion that drew us out. We stopped looking inside and we looked outside of ourselves and we have been chasing after the illusion, the outside, ever since. And it is for us to stop and look and listen and experience inside. And that means close your eyes, go inside, and begin to see the truth that is inside of you. The truth is inside of you. Life experience is inside of you. Where does your fear reside right now? It's not out here in the world. You're afraid of what's out here in the world, but your fear is inside. 
Your anger is inside. Your abandonment is inside. Your loneliness is inside. Your judgments are inside. So go inside and begin to deal with all of those. And each one of those that I've just mentioned really are a part of the learning that the soul, we, must go through in order to truly wake up to the truth of who we are and to see the wonder, the magic, the beauty, the loving, the joy, the peace that we are. All those things that I mentioned, our fears, our anger, our hatreds, those are all misexpressed, misplaced truths of who we really are as soul. As soul, we are loving. As soul, we are caring. As soul, we are giving. As soul, we are receiving. As soul, we are in action. But the world has not allowed us to participate in that way because the world doesn't do the way of the soul. The world does the way of the material world. And it's opposite the way of the, of the soul. And that's what we have to look at and realize. We're never going to find the solution and the answer and the fulfillment that we as soul are looking for here. All we are going to find is bits and pieces in the illusion of a truth, not the truth. So by going inside and doing our meditation daily, we're going to eventually unfold and find all those truths that lie within us, all those truths that make up our soul. And that's important for you to realize. You are the truth. You are the loving. You are the creative. Be that. And the challenge with meditation in the beginning, you're going to close your eyes and guess what's going to be right there in front of you waiting for you. Lovingly, it's just going to be waiting for you like, oh my God, I've been waiting for you all this time. And that's going to be your fear. And that's going to be your judgments. And that's going to be all those things that have held you back from even participating in the outer world. But the key in meditation is don't run away from them. Don't open your eyes and go back out in the world and say, no, 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 I'm not going to go in there. That's terrible. Did you see that? Did you feel that? The key is, is to go inside and embrace all of those things that you're going to see, you're going to feel, you're going to hear, you're going to merge into. Embrace it in loving. Because it's by embracing your fear that things will change. It's by embracing your hatred that your friendships within yourself will change. You'll become a friend of yourself, not an enemy, not one of avoiding. You'll be a true friend to yourself. So you go inside and you deal with whatever that is that you're going to experience inside. And I can say that because I know that. I know that to be true. I remember when I started going into prayer and meditation as a very early child, those were there right then and there. And I didn't have to become an adult to have those things waiting for me. 
They are a part of this creation. And we learn very quickly in this environment of the outer worlds to be in fear, to be in anger, to be in so many different qualities of this world of separation and aloneness. And it's important for us to realize that's where it began. The moment you opened your eyes and started participating in this world, the things that you started having to take in and learn from this world is just that, the tools of separation. And that's what they are. They are the tools of this creation to keep us separated from ourselves, from our truth, from our reality. We are one. We are one in God. We are loving. We are creative. We are forgiving. We are accepting. We are joyful. We are peaceful. We are so many things that are the soul. And all those things that I just mentioned, good luck finding any of those in the world, really, really finding the true essence of what I just talked about in the world. It's not here. There's reflections of it. And for the most part, a lot of us have been chasing after the reflections. But what happens when you reach out and touch a reflection? It's not there. It's gone. Because it's not real. But when you reach out inside to touch your loving, to touch your peace, to be with your joy, that's real. And you're going to feel it, know it, and become more of it by allowing it. We have to allow who we are to be. We have to allow our soul to begin to express. And that means we have to rise up above all that is of this world. Within ourselves, we rise up by focusing ourselves here in this meditation action. We lift up above all the elements of the physical body and the physical creation. And we begin to wake up once again at the seat of the soul to the truth of who we really are. God dwells here. There's no other place you have to go but right here to know and be in God, to know and be in loving, to know and be in your own soul and know all that your soul is. You don't have to go into the realms above because God dwells here. Once you wake up to the God within yourself here, which is your soul, then you wake up into a greater fulfillment, into a greater wonder of God in all things. But it begins right here. You want to wake up and know that you are God, that you and God are one. Then you know the loving. Then you know the peace. Then you know the joy that you really are because that is what God is and that is the truth of who you are.
I remember back in 1968 when I gave my first talk, public talk, to a group of people. I was 18 years old. And I was standing there sharing with people about many different things. The very first thing I said, and the very first thing I said was, I'm not here to tell you anything you don't already know. But I am here to share with you about things that you have forgotten. And I'm here to help you remember. And that's all I'm here to do. That's what Brian is here to do. We're just here to help you to begin remembering the truth of who you are because you have forgotten. You've looked away from your truth. You've looked away from your soul. You've looked away from God and gotten caught up in the mind, the emotions, the imagination, and the body, and this outer world. And it's up to us to stop living in that way and start going back inside and remembering the truth of who we are. And I'll tell you what, there's not a lot to remember. There's not a lot to do other than just to relax and to be. Relax and be. Let go and let God. That's the key. Stop searching for things in the mind. A lot of people go into meditation and their mind is still running a mile a minute. Their emotions are still stirring the waters inside and causing them to get stirred up and go back outside and of themselves, even while they have their eyes closed and focused within. You want to rise above all of those qualities of the world that have been holding you in bondage for so long. Oh my goodness, how long have you been held in bondage? And how much longer do you want to be held in bondage? It's really up to you. I can't do it for you. Brian can't do it for you. Nobody can do it for you. Only you can liberate your soul. Only you can find the freedom inside yourself from this creation. Only you. And it's done by meditating. It's done by going inside. It's done by letting go of all the things of this world. And how do you do that? You bring your attention here to the seat of the soul and you just love God with all your beingness and you open to receive God's loving and let that loving fill your beingness. Your beingness is here. Your truth is here. Who you are is here. It's not this body. You will feel God's loving moving into the body as it moves into the fullness of you. But God knows this body is not you, and you will eventually, if you don't know it already, know that this body is not you. God loves you. God loves the soul. That soul that God created is that which God loves. That soul that God created is God. God made us in the likeness of God. We are God. And the other thing I said, there was two things that have ever I've held to 
since the beginning of all this. The second thing I said was, one day we'll all wake up and we will know that we never left the heart of God. You will know that you never left the heart of God. And that is a big statement for people to grasp a hold of and understand. And you never will with your mind. You never will understand that statement with your mind. Because if you're doing it through your mind, you're still relating to this body as you. You've got to rise above all of this and know the truth of who you are as soul and realize your soul never left the heart of God. It's there right now. One in God right now. It is only that you, the beingness that is in that soul, looked away from God for a moment and got caught up in the illusion. And you've been chasing after the illusion ever since. And Brian and I are here to remind you to stop looking into the illusion and to look back inside and get in touch with that soul that you are and begin to live the truth of who you are once again. Allow yourself to live the truth of who you are. You are soul. You are divine. You are sacred. And it's that sacredness that I'm here to serve. I was told when I was so very, very young that I'm always to see people as the soul, not as the body. To always see the divinity in everyone and in everything. And God is in everything. The difference between this chair that is made up of God's substance and me is that I have conscious awareness of self. The chair does not have conscious awareness yet. That which is making up this chair will not become consciously aware for eons of time. And it may not actually ever become consciously aware. It may be that this will be only in service to the God that is in this creation. But this element will not. It will be up to God to decide how that is done and who and when it becomes. But the key here is, is for you now to wake up to the truth of who you are. You are divine. And you never left the heart of God. And there will be a day in your meditation, in your inner experience, in your journeys, in the realms of spirit, that you're all of a sudden going to know that to be the truth. It's the only truth. It's the greatest truth. Because it is the truth. And everything else is but a part of the separation. The action of separation. So give time every day to your meditation. Give time every day to take responsibility for your life, for your actions, your thoughts, your feelings, your reactions, everything. Take responsibility. 
That was the second word given to me after judgment. It was to learn about responsibility. And that's a big one for all of us. Because we're ever looking for somebody to do it for us. We're ever looking for somebody to take it away from us. We're ever looking to not have to be responsible. No, it's their fault. They did it. They're they're doing this to me. I'm not doing it. My mom said this, and now I'm angry, and I've been hurt, and I'm just going to live with the hurt for the rest of my life. But what did you do with what she said? That's your responsibility. How have you taken those words, those feelings, and put them into reaction or action in your life that either serve you or work against you? Take responsibility. How many times have you heard myself and Brian say, a thought for every feeling, a feeling for every thought? But how much have you done with that statement? How much have you heard us say, it's all about responsibility? It's all about being responsible for yourself, taking action with yourself. And how much have you done with that? It truly is so, so simple, this pathway. And I lay it out simply. I say it so simply. And if you will think about, if you will meditate on the simple words that we continue to share over and over and over, And I know that's what you really hear all the time. It's the same old thing. Maybe put in just a little different format, but it's the same old thing. We say the words over and over and over because this is a simple pathway. Now, I can direct you to a lot of other pathways out there that may call themselves spiritual or psychic or metaphysical or whatever, that are much more complicated than this. They have so many different rules and regulations and components to it and actions you have to do and things that have to be fulfilled. And I can direct you there if you would rather have a more complex pathway. But I tell you what, complexity takes you into more complexity. Simplicity takes you into simplicity. God is simple. God says it all the time. I am simple. I am easy. I am easy to get to if you will only take the simple actions to get there. I can direct you to many different religions. My goodness, just go to the Jewish religion And look at all the laws having to do with kosher, being kosher. Look at all the laws that are required of you that actually conflict within the statements themselves about how to be a good Jew. And then let's go over to some of the Christian churches and find out about the complexities there. My goodness, 
I can go to one church and I can gamble and I can drink and I can dance and I can go across the street to the other, another church and I can't gamble, I can't drink, I can't dance and I have to stand in the middle of the road going, what's the truth? What's the truth here? Well, I guess I have to go over here and gamble and drink and just have a party and see if that works for me. And if it doesn't, then I'll go over here and I won't do all those things and see if that works for me. Boy, that's going to take a long time and I wonder if you're really going to get where you want to get. But here, we have so little but yet it's so hard. Here, it's harder to sit down and do the meditation and take responsibility for your thoughts and your feelings and your actions and your reactions than it is to give up alcohol or to give up dancing. It really is. For most people, it's harder. It doesn't sound like it should be, but it is. Because it requires you to go inside and to deal with yourself, to look at yourself, to be honest with yourself. And oh my God, that's the last thing I want to do. I'll go to a therapist and I'll play the game with the therapist. And I'll convince them I know what I'm doing and I'm in good shape and no problems. But don't sit me down and make me face myself. Because we don't want to look at ourselves. We don't want to deal with ourselves. And when we start dealing with ourselves, whether it's in therapy or just within ourselves, eventually we are going to find some place where we are going to sit ourselves down and go inside and truly wake up to our truth. And that truth is you are soul, you are loving, you are peaceful. You are joyful, you are grateful, you are abundant, you are creative. And so many of the aspects that are of God that dwell within you, the soul, that is who you are. And you're not going to find it in the world. You're not going to find you in the world. You're not out there. Those things of God that are you are not out there to be found. So stop searching for them out there. They're not in a book. They're not in the mirror. They're not outside of you. They are inside of you. So go within. Wake up within. Find out who you are inside. And begin to live that truth to the fulfillment of it. I know and I know I can say that. I know there will be a day when you truly will wake up and know that you never left the heart of God. I can say that because I have been in the heart of God and I have seen you right there. You're right there. You're not down here. This is all an illusion. You cannot believe how much of an illusion this is. It's hard for the mind of the body to fathom that this is not real, that this is not real. Are you kidding me? I can feel it. 
I can touch it. I can hit it. I can hurt myself on it. And this isn't real? If it wasn't real, I should be able to put my hand through here, right? But I say it's an illusion. And I would like you to prove me wrong. And in order for you to prove me wrong, you've got to truly prove to me that this is an illusion. Well, my truth is it's an illusion. It is not real. My experience of this creation is that this creation is the same void that God created so long ago when he created the realms of spirit and the realms of earth, as it says in the Bible. This is still a void. Science is even beginning to, to wonder and to believe in that. Now they believe that dark matter, dark energy, make up the most of this creation, if not all of it. And that the material world that we see, all of this, is but just a small speck within the dark matter. And that we are very little of anything in this dark energy world. That's the void. The dark energy, the dark matter is dark. There's nothing there. It's nothingness. It's the void. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was void and without form. And guess what? This is still void and without form. There's nothing here. The only reason there's anything at all here, a star, a constellation, a galaxy, a universe, you, this house, those trees, they are here because of you, the soul. You came into the void. You came into the illusion. You came into the nothingness. And it's the creativity of your own soul and the loving that your soul is that created all that is. And it created it out of dark energy. It created it out of the void. You created this. Pretty good creation, huh? Except it's lacking a lot. It's lacking the real. It's lacking the true. So why not let go of the untrue? Why not let go of this illusion and merge back into that which is true, that which is God in you. If everyone were to sit down and truly meditate and go inside and begin doing just that, waking up to their own soul, this illusion would not be here anymore. There would be nothing to see, nothing to feel, nothing to experience. It'd be gone. It would be gone. Because in truth, it's not even here. But that's a whole other story, a whole other talk.
The talk I want you to hear is to sit down, go inside, and discover for yourself what is true, what is real for you inside. Who are you inside? And any of those things that you have taken from the outer to the inner and believe to be you, go inside and find out. Are you mean? Are you cruel? Are you judgmental? Are you filled with hate? Are you really? I know that's not true. I know that's not true for me. And I know that's not true for you. But because I believe one thing doesn't make it true. You've got to go inside and find out what is your truth about you. Not about anybody else, not about anything else, but about you. And I'll tell you how to find your truth. Go inside, close your eyes, look up, and just start saying, I love you, Lord. I love you, God. I love you. And I open to receive your loving. That's how you're going to find your truth. Because your truth is in that movement of loving between you and God. You and God, giving and receiving of that loving, God to God. God here to God there to God here to God there until it's all one. You'll find that there is no separation. And that's how you're going to wake up and know that you never left the heart of God. And then everything else down here that you've believed to be your truth about you and about everything will fall away. And you will stand in the simplicity of the truth of loving that you are. And that's who you are. So if you're interested in more of a complicated path, I can give you at least a dozen. And I'll be glad to share them with you and even watch you go and experience them if that's what you want. If you want simplicity, here we are. We are a simple pathway. And we have had a lot of people come up and complain you don't have enough rules. We've got to have laws here. You, you know, we have got, you've got to tell me how to, to do and what I can't do. Well, we can't do that because that's not this pathway. But I know a church around the corner who has a lot of rules, and I, I, can, I'm, I can guarantee they'll teach them to you. They'll bury you in them. And you'll just have the greatest time struggling with it all if that's what you really want to do. But if you want to live a simple, peaceful, easy life, and I'm not saying your problems are going to go away. Hey, guys, if you're in the world, you got problems. <laughs> I think that's how this world should be spelled. It's not W-O-R-L-D. It's problems. <laughs> So I'm not saying you're going to get rid of all that. But you're going to be able to confront it, to deal with it, to live with it, and to move through it with grace and ease in comparison to a lot of people in this world. Because you'll love it all. Because those are the lessons, those are the opportunities for the soul to learn more about itself. 
I don't think you'll ever say, bring it on, come on, bring it on. I don't think you will say that. But you'll bow to the experience and thank it and say, thank you. I have something here to learn. Thank you. Please help me learn it. Teach me. I often say to those things of the world that come up to me, teacher, teach me. Because it's my teacher for the moment. It's teaching me about another part of myself. Something that I need to learn to grow, to become. Teach me, teacher, please. So go, do your meditation, wake up, and prove me wrong. <laughs> I know what's the truth. I live in that truth. Brian lives in that truth. We are here because we are that truth. Years ago, Spirit came to me and told me to raise Brian up and bring him forward as a teacher and to make him the teacher of all the initiates of ILM. And that has happened. And I think more and more every time he speaks, you hear the truth of that. He is the spiritual teacher for ILM. I am his teacher, and he is the teacher for you. He is the initiator of you. God did not, thank God, God did not turn to me and say, please stay and go and initiate these people. God said, bring him forward as a teacher. And God talked to him and asked him to stay and initiate. And all I can say is thank you, God. <laughs> so honor this pathway as best you can. And the best way you can do that is to meditate every day. Because then you're doing what we're here to do. You're fulfilling it. You become a living fulfillment. And as Brian said and as I shared, there's a lot of souls now on this pathway that have been initiated here that are beginning to move into the soul realm. And we have a few that have even begun to move upward to the higher parts of the soul realm and are contemplating moving higher. Let that be you. And the nice thing is, and the unnice thing is, we're not always aware of it all. This world doesn't allow us to know who we really are. When we're in meditation, we can have some amazing inner experiences. We can awaken and know so many things. But the moment you open your eyes and your mind gets involved again, your mind can't comprehend anything that is really going on in spirit because it is of the world. It is matter, not spirit. And it can't comprehend spirit. And so you get back down here and you're back in the mind and the mind's going, pay no attention to that. You don't know what that is. That's just a bunch of illusion. Don't believe it. And let's get caught back up in the world again. Come on. You had your two hours, two and a half hours. Get back into the world and let's do the real. Have you ever heard that inside? 
well, I've got to get up and I've got to answer the phone. I've got to go some, pay some checks. I've got things to take care of in the house. I've got to get the dishes done. I don't have time to just sit here and meditate and twiddle my thumbs. And some people are that way. They don't realize the power of meditation and what it really will mean to you long term. This is about you liberating your soul from this creation, about freeing yourself from this land of bondage. Moses was a spiritual teacher who freed the souls, not just from the land of Egypt. That was symbolic of the spiritual teacher freeing the souls of this land, this physical creation of bondage. Stop being in bondage and start living in the truth of freedom and liberation. Liberate the soul and go home to God.